If you want to feel seen, heard, and understood, go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo. Get your 10% off now. It's like having a therapist in your own pocket. There are just times where I want to talk to somebody at 3 a.m. in the morning or 2 p.m. in the afternoon. BetterHelp.com has therapists throughout the world, international. So you don't have to have just one. You could have two therapists, one in in different time zones, especially if you travel as much as I do. So go to BetterHelp.com forward slash Leo and get your 10% off now. It breaks my heart when I think about the number of people, especially students, who have ended their lives because they failed on a test, they failed on an exam, they failed in some area of their life. And I say failed, but I want to say they perceive themselves as not just failing, but they perceive themselves as failures, right? Because they got an F on a test or they got a B on a test when they were expecting an A. They'd gotten A's their whole life. Then they get a B on an exam. And so not only do they think that they failed the exam, they feel like they themselves are a failure. And so their identity is tied to their outcome. And, and this came up for me because I was watching Giannis. He's a basketball player for the Milwaukee Bucks. And his team was just eliminated from the playoffs. And a reporter asked him, do you see this season as a failure? And immediately you could see Giannis want to react with rage and anger, but also hurt and frustration to the point where Giannis rubs his head and puts his head down and is just massaging his face and his cerebellum before he responds. And then he says, Michael Jordan played 16 years, but only has six rings. Does that mean the other 10 were failures? He talked about other players who have, you know, competed for so many years, like the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they've been an organization for maybe 50 years. He goes, is that 50 years of failure because we didn't win any championships those years? And then he even asked a reporter, he said, do you get a promotion every year? And a reporter was like, no. He goes, so are those years years of failure for you? And then he goes into saying, it's not failure. It's just steps. And there are steps to success. He goes, part of success is some days you have a good day. Some days you have a bad day. Some days you win a championship. Some days you don't. Some days you get an A. Some days you get a B. Some days you get an F. It's just all steps moving you forward overall. And I really love that idea because he said not only is a person working to receive the championship, he's like, I'm not just playing basketball to win a championship. I'm also playing basketball to provide for my family, to keep a roof over our heads, to make sure my kids can go to a decent school uh, because I enjoy the camaraderie. 
Like he started listing all these other reasons that were rewarding him on his journey to hopefully winning a championship. And I love that he put in the word hopefully, because I feel like a lot of people talk with such certainty about their future. I'm going to definitely do this. I'm going to definitely do that. And it's like, you don't know. It's all hopefully, maybe, because you might change your mind halfway through. And then and then what, right? Well, the circumstances might change, the environment, the context, all that can change. So I encourage you, if you got an F on your paper or you didn't get into the school that you wanted to, remind yourself of the other reasons that you're doing it. You the, And those become your anchors. A boat doesn't just have one anchor, okay? I am frequently performing on cruise ships. And in order for the cruise ship to dock, it doesn't just drop an anchor. It drops an anchor. And then there are like 12 different ropes that spring out from the cruise ship that are tied to the dock to keep it in place. Explore. Take this time to explore and discover what your anchors are, what your whys are. It's not enough to just have one why. And especially a why that you don't have complete control of. You really don't have complete control over your grade. Think about this. If you write an essay for your class, right, in your head, you're like, this is an A-plus essay. But the professor, the teacher, is ultimately up to the professor, the teacher, the person grading it to determine what your grade is. When you think about gymnasts, when they perform, it is ultimately up to the judges to determine, do you get a 10, do you get a 5, do you get a 2, are you disqualified? It's, it's, that isn't some, a lot of the times the outcome is in other people's hands. So if we don't have reasons why, if we don't have multiple anchors as to why, why you want to lose weight, why you want to get in shape, why do you want that job, what are your anchors for uh, you know, playing basketball or playing a sport or going to this college or you know, being in a relationship or even talking to someone to be in a relationship, just dating or striking up a conversation? Are you talking to her just to get her number? So then if you don't get the number, you feel like a failure? Um, are, you, are you on Tinder or these dating apps just to get people to like you? Or are there other reasons why, other things that are motivating you and things that you enjoy and other benefits? Are there other benefits that you're receiving along the way? If you're doing something and the only benefit you'll get out of it is the end game, then you have to do something else. There's not enough motivation there. You know, I do stand-up comedy. And I love to get the applause from the audience and people after the show saying, great job. But I also love coming up with new ideas and new things to think about and new jokes. And, and I love the collaboration with other people. And I love the travel that's involved and that I get to share my story on stage, regardless of what the response is. It's just like, I'm just so grateful I get to tell this story. And I'm also grateful that I'm excited to want to tell this like. I want to tell the story and the process of it and the, and the, and the finding little nuggets and, and finding that, that one to 4% better, you know? So when you 
feel like a failure, right? Or you feel like you failed. It's okay to to sit in that, to be like, ah, and, and say it out loud, like, ah, I really feel like that. But keep going. Like, what are the other emotions? This is frustrating. Usually um, there's fear involved and, and there is a lack of safety or a lack of security that you're also experiencing. Like, what are the other emotions that you're feeling? And then you know, find some gratitude in there. Like what, like what, what, not about the, the, the failure, the outcome itself, but what about the process are you grateful for? What did you learn along the way? What, what do you like, did you learn? Because a lot of times, you know, in those parents, uh, uh, periods of struggle or where the outcome isn't what we desired, we learn new techniques. Maybe you learned how to improve your study habits. Maybe you learned what not to do or what to do more of. Maybe you enjoyed the people you were studying with and what you've learned. Maybe you're so grateful for what you've learned that it doesn't matter what you get on a test because uh, you're thinking about something. It, it contributes to something bigger. I was just doing a show the other night and the headliner said, well, I don't, I didn't want to bring an opener with me because it's not really paying a lot of money. And I go, well, you know, for a comedian who is not thinking about the end game of the money, maybe the, the gig would still be worth it for them because they're thinking about five other things. They're thinking about, oh, I get to travel with this headliner and um, I get to go on a road trip and get out the city and perform in a different club. Like we, we all have, so many more motivations that are linked to our behaviors that we don't typically explore and sit back and reflect on. And the same thing, like if there's a job that you want or a person you want to talk to or meet, and you're thinking about all the reasons why they wouldn't want to talk to you or hire you, you really don't know what they're looking for. You you don't know what their whys are. You don't know what their anchors are. So explore, expand, and experience life. That's what it's here for. And at the end of the day, remember that the outcome is not a reflection of who you are, right? You determine who you are, what your values are, what your principles are, and those things are, are, are not uh, motivated by what's happening and the feedback you get on the outside. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself. Remember, this podcast is not a uh, substitute for you calling the 988 number, right? Uh, this is like my, I, I recorded a bunch of podcasts today, so I sound a little like that. Uh, 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 uh. um, go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together. The last thing I'll say about gratitude is that we can receive social benefits from gratitude 
when we express it openly. It's not just about writing in our journal what we're grateful for, saying it in our heads, to outwardly and openly express to the world gratitude. And you can do this by posting on um, people's uh, Facebook comment section of, wow, I'm so grateful that, you know, you're able to graduate or a congratulations or, you know, sending somebody a text or calling someone or writing someone a letter, a letter of gratitude to someone. So many people love that. According to the American philosopher Adam Smith, gratitude opens the doors of reciprocity, prompts humans to, to reward each other, and binds people together in a society. Gratitude drives social equilibrium. So if you're feeling lonely and isolated and like you're not really building a connection, express gratitude to more people. Try, you know what, 10, just 10, 10 people today, or, you know, whether it's a text message, an email, making a phone call, call strangers, call enemies. Like, you know, I just want to say I'm so grateful for our friendship. It, it's, there are times where I'm feeling X, Y, and Z, and I think about something you said to me, and I'm just super grateful for it. I'm grateful that I know you. I'm grateful that uh, you serve to inspire me. I'm, I'm grateful that I have somebody that I can call or shoot pool with, or I'm, I'm grateful for that dinner we had last night. That's, you know, that's really one of the most powerful ways of gratitude is if you spend some time with people, you know, at a dinner or a function on Monday to then hit them up Tuesday and say, hey, I'm really grateful for our conversation last night. That was fun. It was rewarding. I like that we talked about X, Y, and Z because that also gives you then a chance to replay it and reinforce it. So now that the next time you two meet, you come together, that they're going to up the ante on whatever you were grateful for the first time. You know, it's kind of like when, you know, your mom or your parents said, if you cry, give you something to cry about. Well, the opposite is true. If you're grateful for something, I'll give you something to be grateful about. So when we outwardly show gratitude towards people and we're specific you know, when I say specific, I don't mean just a thank you. I mean, hey, I'm really grateful that you did X because that allowed me to do Y and and feel Z, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm looking, and then to be like, I'm looking forward to more of those uh, shared experiences kind of deal. That's how you drive it up. That's how you keep it going. And that's how other people feel seen, heard, and understood also, which goes back to prompting humans to reward each other. The reward, we always think about it as being financial or a promotion or something like that, but really it's just that feeling seen, heard, and understood and, and also supported. It, it really binds us together. So find ways in your life in which you can show um, gratitude today because it really is a deeper it really is deeper and it's emotional and it acknowledges dependence. It acknowledges dependence and elicits humility. And, and that's important because a lot of times we like to think we're so independent, which then leads us to isolation because we don't ask for help because we're so independent, right? But gratitude calls forth an openness and engagement with the broader community. Thank you for tuning in. To another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host Leo Flowers. I'll link to that. I'll link to that article in the show notes. 
um, that I derived this episode from. And, uh, you know, but remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling to get help. Call the 988 or any of the international numbers. You can talk, chat, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.